Hey, this is Greener Hearts Podcast. We are your hosts, Carrie Wheat and Kelly McVeigh, now with the Digitant Network. Hope you guys are doing well today. And you had a wonderful haul during Halloween. This is your weekly roundup. Kelly, you're wearing a sweater and a scarf. I am. Well, it's like a vest. Oh, you're wearing a vest. I'm also wearing a sweatshirt. So it right after, right after Halloween, the temperature dropped here. Although it's still really nice in the middle of the day, it's kind of, it, it, it's, you know. Like, so what does that mean, really? Like, what, what, <sighs> what does that mean? Like, yeah, like, maybe it goes down to like 60 at night and then 80 during the day. Yeah, that's, that's not, we're not talking, I mean, there's no comparison. No, there's no comparison, but it was like hot as balls like five days ago. You know what I'm saying? So did you guys did a few trick or treat things, right? So what happened in this household, I don't know if you remember when your kids were Bean's age, Bean got stomach flu. Yeah. Last week. And it's taken us like 10 days to recover. So everything was canceled in this household. It was not fun. Yeah, that's the worst. I mean, how much did that have in your so household? You... Oh, I had four kids. So all the time. Is she a, um, a killer that knows when she's going to puke and finds the right space? Or is she just puke all over herself? Because I had some one or yeah so the surprise puking was because she would like like just jolt up out of her sleep and throw up but if she had yeah. to th- if if anything happened happened during the day she'd be able to to be like mama mama you know but it it was always when she was sleeping that's the problem yeah okay yeah yeah it was pretty terrible i have to say it was the most terrible version of sick she's ever been and uh, partially because uh, she got me sick, and then she, I got Asa sick, or she just got me and Asa sick. So the last um, two weeks have been rough and terrible, and we're now just eating normally. Not fun. Are you there? Are you there? Yeah, okay. I see you now. I lost you for a second. Okay, so I but but your story is way more fun. So like it's. I remember one Halloween when I was a kid in Granville and it was this glorious fucking cold snow for snow of the year. I think that you and I talked about this before, but I I hate snow. (laughs) (laughs) I shouldn't say I hate snow because that sounds like a little bit over the top. But yeah, we had pure snow, like ground covered white by the time they were soaked. So they came back and they were wet because yeah. they were trick-or-treating. When they first went out, it wasn't snowing. Then it started snowing. And, like, I hung their clothes up in the dro- in the basement, like, over the rack, because it was just, like, their costumes were wet. And was this the first snow of the season? Yes. I feel like that happens a lot. So over the last month we had been talking, it – it changed pretty drastically there, didn't it? Because, so right? I, I just looked it up because I was like going to talk about how cold it is, but it's going to be a high of 60 today. Okay, so it goes up and down, of course. It's sunny. 
Um, I just don't like to be cold in general. Yeah. 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 I get it. Um, yeah. I do remember though, that when I first started coming to California, I think because of the way California is portrayed on TV, I literally packed all like summer, spring. I, I also didn't look at the weather report. Right. I just like packed and I'm like, I'm going to sunny California. And then I froze my ass off the whole week I was there because you guys do have like, it's chilly. We have an LA winter. I mean, it in the, like by January, it'll be like, I don't know, forties and fifties. Yeah. And I think I was always in Santa Monica. So I was off the, o- like I was right by oh, the yeah. ocean. So you had that ocean breeze, cold breeze going on. Well, in the past, people have also, like, come and stay with me in the Valley. This was back when I actually, like, ever had a friend stay, you know, overnight. Not not very often anymore. But they'd stay in the Valley where it's, like, it can be, like, 80 to 90 midday. And they're like, I'm going to go to the beach today. They bring their bathing suit and they're freezing to death because it's yeah, 60 degrees. I mean, it's a 30-degree difference between the two areas of the city and... um Yeah. So like I wake up cold. I am like bundled up right now. And by the time I go out, I'll have a tank top on. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) listeners, I I love how this is like the, always the first thing we talk about. Always the first thing. Um, So Kelly, your life is more interesting than mine recently because we're just sicky sick over here. Although, uh, yeah, I, I, I have nothing to say. I have nothing to say. So I feel like I, and I've had this conversation with a few people, so I don't know what has shifted, but for moms and all things, May is always like the worst, craziest month. Like there's no plotting and planning around it. It's the end of school. It's field day. It's recitals. It's, you know, trips for kids. It's graduations. It's just like, there's May is always insane. And somehow my month of October felt like May. Really? It was, I had the worst, I don't want to say the worst crazy because I do so many, my life is not terrible. I have a great life, but like I had our convention in October. We had this special stage fright dance recital in October. Mason has his play lightning thieves at Weathervane this Friday, Saturday, Sunday, but He's had like these rehearsals that are until 930 at night. Oh, wow. He's a middle schooler. And so the middle, he's in the high school play. And so those high schoolers can have rehearsal till 930 at night. But he's literally had rehearsal from like 5 to 930 at night. And Mason is my morning kid. So we're not getting home till like 10. And then he's just freaking exhausted. So this last couple of weeks has been hell. And hell in a positive way because we're all healthy. We're not puking on ourselves. We're- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we had trick or treat. So it was like we had rehearsal on Sunday till late. I had a dance show on Monday and Mason had re- rehearsal. Tuesday, we had trick or treat. Last night, he had rehearsal till 930. Tonight, he has a play. Tomorrow, he has a matinee and an evening show. Sunday, he has a matinee. Like, we're just crazy town over here. And so I love to work out every single day but I slept in 
yesterday because they were at their dad's house and I slept in this morning way later than I normally would have because I just think I needed like to catch up. You know, 9.30 finish, even for a high school kid, sounds feels late to me. Well, all of the dance, like the dancers at the dance studio, they all dance till 9.30. Really? Yes. Now, I can't remember that far. Was that the same for us? And I just forget? I don't know. We might have danced till 9. I don't know about 9.30, but I do remember coming home and doing homework late and doing like cheerleading recital signs. Now, listen, I'm probably also thinking about when I switched studios. I don't know if we're... Yeah, I don't think we ever... Yeah, we didn't ever rehearse that late, I think, at Jones. That would be late for her to drive home. <laughs> yeah, because she, she lived in, uh, like, not close, like, not Newark. No. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, most, I mean, I know even from hockey, from the boys, sometimes they have practice from 8 to 9.30. Really? I mean, I just feel like like that's early. I mean, that's late if you're also at school by 8 a.m., yeah, and my kids start school at 7.15. Okay, 7.15 then. Yeah. I mean, in, in that case, you have to get a nap midday, right? Those kids, meaning high school kids, have to get a nap if they have an 8 o'clock. So I don't know. I'm not a napper. We've had this conversation before. If I try to take a nap, then I'm just done, tired until the next day. Um, so... Yeah, I mean, these kids, like, we push them to their limits. I mean, Emerson and Mason get up every day at 6. And when I have them, I get up, which is, you know, three days, one week, four days, the next day, week. I get up at 6 all of those mornings. Um, really, like, 5.45 because I set my alarm and then, like, it goes off. And I, like, get up yeah. and turn the TV on and turn the heat up a little and get them moving. Um and listen, really sleeping in for me, like I got up at 8.30 today. That's like that's, really late. That's late that's for you. Late for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I'm reading a book right now um, called Outlive. This is a switch, but I just started the sleep chapter and it's called Outlive. It's about how to outlive, like all the ways to increase your, you know, the length of life, but not really just the length of life, the, um, how well you live during the time you live. So he's like, what's the point of being 80 and like being in a wheelchair? Yeah. Yeah. How do you live your best life? And so it's nutrition. It's, I mean, number one exercise, like he talks to exercise and muscle mass all of the time. I want a popsicle. You want a popsicle. She's been negotiating because I've been doing a lot of podcasting. She's Mm. like, give me a popsicle and I'll give you more time. I love it. Get her. Is she allowed? Yeah, go get a popsicle. I support support the popsicle. We're back. She's got a popsicle. Life can go on. So this podcast, the podcast is about how to live longer. And I mean, his number one thing he comes back to all the time is exercise and muscle mass. Mm. Um, Just because he's even saying like, he says a deck, is that a decathlon? What is it? Decathlon? When a when a athlete does multiple, is it a decathlon? multiple thing? I, I'm not sure how many how many different elements that's, are there. That's not right. I can't think of what the word is. How many right how many different things do they have to do in, in it? I don't know. Maybe ten. Is it possible? Okay, that ma- that makes sense because deck deck so, is yeah. But he's saying like if you think 
about what that is as an adult, like write down all the things you want to be able to do, carry two bags of $25, 25 pounds of groceries, lift your luggage up into the overhead compartment in an airplane, um, hike up, uh, you know, bleachers to watch your grandchild do volley, a volleyball game. Like it's all of these things that like, you need to be bend over and tie your shoe. Like, what are the things that you're going to want to do when you're 70 years old? Um, and like, how do you live your life so that you get to a place that you can still move? You can still do all the things he even says, do have sex, whatever. Anyway. So I've been really intrigued, but there is a lot of medical information. And so parts of it, I'm like, Oh my gosh, I, am I going to survive? But I'm not a quitter. I like to finish books. I start. You mean you're not going to survive reading the book. Yeah, I don't have very much long. I only have a couple chapters left, I, I, but it's hard because some of it is stuff that I don't care about. Some of it I totally care about and some of it I don't care about. Anyway, the next chapter is about sleep and he believes that every person should have eight hours of sleep, non-negotiable. Mm. It is time for your body to repair, your mind to rest and repair, the things that your body does from a processing level, um, you're even from a cellular level, like you need a minimum of eight hours. And how much do you get? Um, it, it depends if Jeff's home. Right. So when Jeff's not home, I get eight hours. Oh, okay. I, I probably go to bed at like 10 or 1030. Okay. Unless Mason has, that's why I've been so tired. Cause Mason's like killing right. me with practices. And then I get up at six, right? So I probably go to bed at 10 or 10.30, get up at six. But when Jeff's home, he's like the energizer bunny. He is not getting his eight hours. And so because he's not home very, like he was gone for two weeks. He came home for two days. That was in the midst of all this crazy too. Right. And then less sleep. Yeah. Then because he's only home for a couple of days, we like get the kids to bed and then we watch a movie or we like go have dinner. You know what I mean? Like I, those two days I like, because he can stay up until like two o'clock in the morning and get up until six at six every day. Like that's not normal um, and not good for him probably. And when he's out of town and on his own, do you think he sleeps more? Uh, no. You no. know what I've also heard? I've also heard that women need more sleep than men. I don't know if that's true. Yeah. It's certainly true in my relationship. Yeah, I yeah, I and I'm sure partially like where we're at in life and whatever, or like I I I do tend to run really hard in life and then take need a break yeah. and then run really hard and I've been running really hard. Um, I know I'm always all over the place, and so you can hone me in on not skipping from thing to thing. It's okay. But I I did go see Janae. <gasps> you saw Doctor Janae? Please please tell. She says I'm not in perimenopause. She checked your hormones? Well, she didn't check, but she did all of the things. And she's like, listen, you're not in. She asked me a bunch of questions. Oh, I see. Like, this isn't, I don't think that this is where you're at yet. Oh, um, okay. She said we could, but you got your blood work back and you're not in perimenopause. Right? No, I am. I am. Oh, I thought you said your hormones were level. My estrogen is not in the place where they need to supplement it. But oh. my FSH, which some people say is unreliable points to that I am in perimenopause. Okay. She also did, said that I should power through and not do estrogen. 
yeah, if she doesn't think that your estrogen levels need to be compensated, that means she She's, thinks no, they're fine. She just overall means unless you it is affecting your life like you can't sit in a meeting because you are pouring with sweat and it is affecting your every day uh-huh i think you should supplement with estrogen okay that's interesting okay that's good to know you know we trust this woman so yeah i mean because estrogen she's just like it spikes so many things it estrogen feeds cancer estrogen whatever and because that was one of my questions like i've listened to all different yeah versions and I do really like her and I wanted to know, and she's like, listen, if we get to that point and like you are in this place where it is affecting your daily life and you can't function in a meeting, you can't sleep at all at night, you can't whatever, then yes, we will talk about that. But if you can get through it in other ways, we're not, we don't want to do that. Um, she did also talk about, cause sex, right? right? Like Janae's always willing to talk about that. She said, there's so many things that you can do um, that will support amazing sex by not supplementing estrogen and other things. Um, like even like, a, a, you know, something you just stick up, not lube, but something else that like makes more whatever that she would rather do those sorts of things. Well, and there's a lot of over-the-counter products that are holistic and and herb based, whether or not they work is, is the question, but there's plenty. I've, I get ads on my feed every single moment of my life. Getting your algorithms. My algorithm has caught on the fact that I was wondering about this. Yes. <laughs> so, um, so we went from Halloween chaos, crazy. I'm exhausted. Uh, to why you need eight hours of sleep to <laughs> I mean <laughs> you know the book that you're reading I feel like there must be like a good amount of physical therapy like points in there because really what you're talking about is like if I if I were still personal doing my personal training business and like training clients if you have a client who is like getting into their older years you basically do mimic or if you know what you're talking about, you mimic like, what is, what is it to get into a shower that is a foot and a half? Yes. And you do that exercise a million times, like yeah. stepping over a block that's that high and then stepping back out of it. That's yeah. physical therapy. And, and it's really just doing those motions on a regular basis so you don't lose it. Like my mom, my mom was never a worker outer. Yeah. And um, if she's sitting on the floor... Sorry, mom, I'm outing you. She can't get up. Like, it's yeah. really hard for her to get up off the floor because her knees don't bend all the way anymore. Yeah. Because she just hasn't been doing it. And totally. she had a physical, she had a trainer and they didn't end up sticking with it. So I wish you'd go back, but. Well, I mean, that's what this is mostly. He also, I mean, he, he goes back to exercise over and over and over again just exercise, not necessarily like he was a huge cycler and then he like swam across the whatever channel. Like he did all these different things, but he's like, it's more the little things and weight training every single day that are going to give you a healthy lifespan, you know, longer. But he also is a huge component, like um, proponent of protein. Ah, okay. Majorly. He's like protein. It's all about muscle and muscle, you're just going to continue to lose more and more muscle mass. And muscle is what keeps you moving and keeps you physical. 
And so what can you do to keep muscle mass working out exercise, but also protein feeds muscle. Um, and so he talks a lot about protein. I mean, he talks a lot. I, I don't want to like this, the chapters about nutrition were like a million different things about fats and what fats are good for you and all these different things and intermittent fasting. He talks about fasting in general and what the cons and pros of it are, but he did talk a lot about protein. Do you, uh, speaking of muscle, cause I was thinking about somebody like you, do you have like, do you have like any TRX classes around you? I don't know what a TRX class is. TRX is like those, those like handles that are on straps and they just click them to a bar. No, but at the gyms, both gyms that I've gone to, they have those and like a lot of people, like I do part of the workout I do, like, I don't really do weights. I just do stuff like that. Oh, that's great then. That's the question I was saying, because uh, for people who aren't like me in an aerial gym all the time, T-Rex is like the, the best way to mimic some of the, some of that um, upper body working out that I feel like for, for me, actually, the lower body is what doesn't get very much attention obviously. But, um, I feel like if I hadn't started doing aerial when I did, I would just be like a skinny armed, like uh, there would be, it would be really hard for me to put on muscle because it already is. So, uh, okay. I totally get that. I can't even imagine how strong you are upper body because I, we've talked about this. I took an aerial class and it was like a complete joke. Um, you can leave this in or some people, <laughs> might, some people might know this, but Sydney is one of the dancers that I danced with, like taught. She's in LA. She just got an agent. Yay. Excited. Oh. She's been doing some things. I think I Congrats. some videos of her, but she took an aero class the other day and she's like in posted video and she's like, Oh my God, I almost died. So humbling. And I messaged her and said that I would love for her to come take your class. So I need to, you need to remind me to send her the info because she wants to come and take your class. But Oh, amazing. Um, but I'm sure you have incredible upper body strength. You know what I'm finding? Like I run, I walk a ton, I cycle. Um, but the parts of my legs that are just turning to jello, it's because I've done ballet for so long and I'm not really doing ballet when I teach anymore. I'm more walking around. I do some things. Um, but I'm not working the way that I would. And so like the inside of my thighs and the very back or my butt, like I've always had this like bubble, butt, hard bubble, butt. like I I'm losing some of that muscle mass because running, cycling, walking doesn't work those muscles that I've been using in a major way for 40 years. And when you're in those ballet classes, do you think to yourself, I should work out more right now or is it so my right knee <laughs> I was bothering you my right knee is going to need replaced someday I'm sure but I can feel that it doesn't have the grip and so I don't do some of the things that I would like to do like I can I do the whole stretch like I can do splits I can do straddles I do plies except grand plie I'll do tendus but I just am not working yes because I know my body I just know my body isn't probably in that space to do it. And so I'm losing muscle mass in some of those areas. So I need to figure out a way. And I know, listen, I know some of the things that I could yeah. be doing. 
Yeah. But I need to work those places because it had such muscle and now that muscle's going away and then I just have, you know, we don't want to talk about what I have. What I, have. <laughs> I have opposite of muscle. Well, when you were saying, you know, oh, Carrie, you're so strong in the upper body. I don't see myself that way because I'm comparing myself to my peers who are yeah. way stronger. Having said that, if I try to run right now, oh my God, Kelly, you would kick my butt because I'm not something I, I don't run. First of all, my hip is my hip. I have a shallow sock at my right hip and it bothers me all the time. So um, I haven't run in a long time or done anything like repetitive like that with my legs. So I would, I would die. Are FYI. You, so I think I, I don't think I've asked you this question before, but I have this thing in my head that like, I know that my right knee is going to need replaced. I know that probably my, I, my hip, my left hip used to bother me. It's not really bothering me anymore, but I'm not doing grand plie. I'm not doing some of those things that would make it agitated. Is it better for us to get our knee replaced when we're like vibrant and got it going on and I'm 47? I'm not. Why are you convinced that your knee's going to be replaced? Because this is a cartilage thing. Like, do you, do you know if your cartilage is going away or if it's just hurting you? Well, I, I'm a doctor. So <laughs> I secretly decided, no, you're right. I have no idea. I just, I feel like it's not, well, my knee pops out every once in a while. Okay. It hasn't popped out for a while, but like it's popped out in yoga before it's popped out when I'm showing something on the ground at dance. And then like I go and it just pops out. Now I know it pops right back in, but then it's sore for a few days. So Are you talking the about the kneecap? Yes. So it's the same knee that pops in and out every once in a while that doesn't feel like it has any grip. Okay. So the problem with this situation is that you also don't have tons of time because what I would always do with a client if they were complaining about knee pain, because yeah, you might be having a loss of cartilage in that knee, but you might not be. You might, you might be having problems above and below it, muscular. So like the, the thing you would do is to figure out if that's the problem first, and then you can go into the actual joint. Because the joints, it's amazing. The joints are always hurting people, but they're not necessarily a problem. So like... I just always want to get my hands on you. Well, like, I, I want to see if your IT band is, is like, because sometimes the kneecap will pop out because you're just too tight in the legs. So would you be able to tell this? Potentially. If you come over next time you're here, I can give you a little massage and <laughs> see if you still like me after that. So what do you mean too tight in the legs? Well, if you want to think about the body as like the muscles, if the muscles are too tight, they pull at the joints. Okay. And when your joints are getting pulled at, they start aching and hurting and you start feeling things, but it's not necessarily the joint that's the problem. Okay. Does that make sense? But, but this is, this is my body work practice. Like I have people who are like, well, I have a lot of younger people right now and they own, they're like, I'm dying. I can't make it to my next gig if I don't, if you don't fix this right now. That's a lot of people I have right now. Right. Yeah. And then do you think, do you ever suggest like you shouldn't go to your next gig? Well, for my clients, I never usually have to do that. Mommy. Usually they're just having, what? Popcorn. You want popcorn? No. What do you want? You. You want to say hi to Kel? Like she's literally old. Like I know she's. she's I know. 
Hi, Bean. What do you want to do? I want to say hi. Oh, you want to say hi to Kelly? Come here. No. No? Why are you hiding? I know. My little Bean. She's the best. She's not little anymore. How's the um, Okay, so we're going for Thanksgiving. Okay. And we're going to furnish the house. And the goal is to have it up and running for Airbnb by the end of that trip. So, cross your fingers. My mind. We are at the my, end of this process. It took way longer than we wanted my to. My kidding about living me at home and not bringing me with me at San Antonio. Yeah, yeah. So we keep on saying when she's, when she's uh, misbehaving, I say, hey, do you want me to leave you here? And then she takes it very seriously. And then I think to myself, have I traumatized my child? Yeah. No, because she knows I'm joking. You know I'm joking, right? And, and you were joking yesterday? Yeah, I was joking. And, and, <laughs> She's like, were you? Are you sure? Uh, Kel, we bounced around a couple times, but it's fine because I'm realizing that... What? You're joking all the criminal, and then police all says kind of criminals. She says I'm a criminal for joking. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, let me finish, okay? Let me finish. Let me finish. Uh, this, my mommy and Papa get my suitcase and having a trip. Yeah, out. so Ace is in Chicago right now. She's playing a gig. And she got a frozen suitcase for her birthday, and I was joking with her, and I said, will you let your papa bring your frozen suitcase to Chicago? Like, let him use it? Yeah, and she was not happy about that. Oh, no. She said I was a criminal? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, yeah. But, you know, being if, if papa shows up at a gig with a frozen suitcase, I don't think he's going to live that down. <laughs> they would give him a hard time about that. I think his band, the band, would not let him forget about that forever. So, um, yeah, it's. Uh, I, I'm realizing, like, how would I have a podcast if I, <laughs> like, I have nothing to say? That is very odd for me, isn't it? It's not true. You just think that. I do think. Um, I can tell you that I. I don't. I'm not in Newark a whole lot. I mean, I kind of am, I guess, but I don't go out in Newark. And I went to this Hugh and Grace event last week in Newark. And ah, I saw okay. one that I went to high school with. And she said she listens to the podcast every week. Don't lie to me. No, I swear my life. I was like, well, maybe she was lying. I don't know. <laughs> if you're listening right now, you know who you are. I, I am always so impressed when anybody I know decides to listen Indeed. to yeah. this podcast or the other one. She's not someone I see or talk to very, you know, but I was like, oh my gosh, hi. And she's like, oh, I feel like I know everything that's going on with you because I listen to the podcast. Oh, that's so sweet. I mean, yeah, I think that's amazing. And I feel like uh, I always, I always get surprised because I, I, I guess as big as my ego is, it's not big enough to encompass me thinking that people care to hear what I have to say every week. Yeah. Hmm? Yeah. I don't know. Now everybody knows that I'm reading a book and that I've been oh, tired oh. sleeping in. That you've been tired. We're not quite in perimenopause. We're not in the thick of perimenopause, but we might be starting it. And that I spent the whole week with 
Well, the other problem with me is that I already have butt butt issues, and then you add stomach flu, and it's just like the freaking worst. It's just the worst. Anyways, so, uh, all right, I think that's good, but Kelly, let me make sure I put an end to this and we can talk about our friend Alex. Did Kelly give me the stomach flu? No, Kelly did not give you the stomach flu. We haven't seen her in real life. We haven't seen her. Okay, Kelly, have an amazing week. Yeah. Bye, Bean. All right, my friends, we've got a singing bean in the back. I hope you guys, uh, yeah, are having a great week. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please honor us with a five-star rating and review. Check the show notes. Become part of our family. All the things. Check out Expecting Aerialist. And um, have an amazing week. We'll come back at you guys with fresh and wonderful things. Over and out. This is Carrie. This is Green Reverse.